Hello, welcome everybody to Intentionality, a place where we talk about purpose-driven life and also work which is part of life. Um, when we say intentionality, so if I am running a marathon, that's an intention. But if I want to be an athlete, that is purpose, which is lifelong. If I want to build a mobile application to help uh, farmers, building mobile application is just an intention. Whereas serving farmers to become better, that is intentionality. If I want to just use Scrum as part of one of the products that I am developing, that is an intention, a goal. Whereas being agile, that is intentionality. So this is a place where we talk about intentionality, which can bring magic to workplace as well as our life. And we have Siddharth Sen Gupta, aka Sid, aka Runner by Chance, and uh, he's here to talk about intentionality today. Let's get in. Welcome, Siddharth. Hey, thank you. Thank you so much for this opportunity. Yeah. So just to give you a background, yes, I am uh, doing this uh, Scrum Master uh, thing uh, now for last eight nine years, and yeah, I've been a total of IT experience of fourteen years now. So the uh, funny part is that why into agile and all. So uh, in my family, I mean, like what happens is my father is a doctor, and obviously for his work purpose, he has uh, staying away and he has to. I mean, like not all the hours I am spending too much of time. But mom, uh, being a housewife, I am still spending a lot of time with her. And uh, the thing is, she is uh, quite a lot into housekeeping, and that is what I kind of got into that uh, habit of. Organizing things. Mm. So I used to have things. I have always that that every work, whatever I do, there has to be a segregation. There has to be particularly done in this this manner and within this timeline because I have to jump into another task and I have to move. So so somehow that time boxing, organizing the work, somehow that just got into that flow. So still I see that may not be. I am not the person who will go to your kitchen, but give me any other room. I'll take care of it. Because that is something that I can organize that at any point of time. Uh, mothers can teach a lot, right? Yes. So that is some of the background is. But now coming back to uh, IT, I joined. Obviously, I was working in the uh, development field, and frankly speaking, I was enjoying the work. But somehow, when I was given a role of that, do a thing, be the team lead. When I say that, being the team lead, check you are doing your work. That's fine. Just two or three people would be working under you, or along with you, rather. Don't not the under you thing, but check that how they are working. Are you tra- tracking their, uh, making everyone work on the same page? Do they understand? Uh, are you understanding the pain areas or not? If they are coming with you with some issues, can you tackle that or not? Hmm. Somehow, when this started, I found that this is something very interesting, hmm. and I felt that uh, maybe a bit of uh, background was that I was doing some. Uh, a bit of teaching thing, but not much into it. But definitely, I was there, and I thought that I could guide people, and that is what where I was started getting that interest. Uh, 2014 or 15 about lean kids, mm. and I went there, went there to see because I was told about that. Go there. When you come out, you will be seeing yourself as a different person. You will have a different knowledge about various things, about the various IT practices. And I will say that even today, I, I know that. That uh, today, wherever I have reached, and whatever I have been doing as a purpose of giving back to the, the 
uh, as a society, if I say the motive being a part of it, it I am very much thankful to Lane Pitch for that. Uh, yeah, thank you, thank you. No problem. But uh, definitely, but because again, uh, the way that it was taught, the way it was. Again, I may not be using the word talk, the way it was, the interaction happened, mm -hmm. the way we collaborated, there were a lot of uh, people, I mean, not of my age group, there were like all lot of seniors were there, how they kind of collaborated with us and at that point of time, it was great. And that learning, everything, I think when we just gave the assessment, we were told that on the second day you have to give the assessment and uh, uh, don't worry about the assessment, it should be a fine. Later on, we found out that yes, it was not something we should have thought that it was an assessment. It was just a practical, uh, what we just discussed. It was just an outcome of that. So it, it was just out as a flow it went. Right. So I feel it was a very good learning platform that I have got. And from there on, it has always been good that I could interact with more people. That gave me kind of a confidence that I can go meet people and also uh, discuss about the learnings. It may not be agile again. It can be about new industry practices. It can be about anything other than the IT also. But giving the confidence to talk about it and talk about many various topics and be present. At least if you are hearing also, you're getting a lot of information. Mm. So all those things help me a lot. And today, yeah, that, that is somewhere is giving me a good confidence that even I go to a new place, I can break out of my comfort zone and can move forward. So that's what I feel is my journey, it has been almost where it started. So here I am now. So what I hear from you is why you can contribute individually, why you might like it, but that sense of accomplishment that you get of helping others, yes. um, that is something that you to do you to become a scrum master um, right. over a period of time. Right. right? So, and then that interactions help in learning not just by so you don't just teach others but you don't just guide others you don't coach others but you learn in the process exactly so it's learning for yourself yeah i always feel that it's a two-way process uh so basically what i feel is that it's a very general human tendency there's a, there's a inhibition there are some inhibitions there are mm. something that should i break from this barrier and move ahead do these mm. things or not, certain things or not. So let's talk about it. Mm. Let us figure it out. If I have the experience, if I have the expertise, I'll help you out. Mm. If not, might be in the course of time, I would have interacted with some people. I can bring them on the table mm. with those discussions. And again, uh, with a lot of interactions that happen over it, this helps a lot to give me that courage, give me that uh, or should the experience that I can at least bring people and start talking about it. Right. Let's see where it goes. May not be it's always goes as planned, but let's see where it goes. And uh, I don't think that I am only the one, again, as you had rightly mentioned, I am only the one who is basically mentoring. Yeah. I'm also getting some information which is also helping me to grow in that, right. which is helping me throughout the process overall. Right. That's what I feel. What a beautiful thought. Thank you. Um, when you talk about coaches, like a scrum master, for example, who it is, um, we deal with organizations which are systems. When I say systems, there are people, there are processes, there are tools, the interactions. Uh, it's a complex system. There is no better uh, sport than running to learn about system. You know, if at all you need better performance on the course, you not only have to take care of your training, that is putting your body through this sport, but also nutrition hydration and whatnot. Um, 
Sid is a runner and um, a scrum master and a runner, that's a great combination. If I were to hire someone, I would hire a runner who is a scrum master. Um, so um, Sid, how did you get into uh, running? Right. So again, uh, as I just mentioned about scrum master, I think this is that organization thing that they went to make. So this is also, um, there's a bit of fun part to it and also a happy part to it. Why? Because obviously I was an obese and uh, from that time on, I was always like that and my parents always told that yes, you should at least follow some practice. I mean like maybe to go into the gym or do something, whatever is for your well-being, do it. That's it. Uh, so I have my Instagram handle that I've created called the Runner by Chance. The reason I created it, the name is still, I was never into sports. I had nothing to do with running, nothing at all. But I just, by chance I become a runner. That's what I feel about myself and I still feel that. Uh, though I should say that I have, uh, by the, there's a, there's been a lot of good things that happened over this journey of, of running and all. But yeah, but I still feel as a runner by chance. Yeah. So going back again, so uh, for me it was a uh, mixed thing going to the gym and sometimes if the treadmill was kind of very much occupied yeah. by the society uncles <laughs> and other and, and people then I like okay I'm frustrated and I cannot wait in the gym anymore I need to go out mm. so but I was I'll tell you I was very casual I just went to go out maybe I'll just see that okay one hour I'll just half an hour or one hour I'll just go and maybe a casual job, run, come back, that's it. So for a long period of time, I did not term myself as a runner. I just thought that it was a part of my fitness reserve. Mm. And maybe it was around when, it was around when I, just after my college days, I started doing it. And it was just a part of my lifestyle. But definitely what was missing was, there was a lack of consistency. Okay. The How I relate to this is lack of consistency. I was doing it all alone. I, so today, uh, there's a lot of uh, things that we've done. There's a group of runners, there's a runners group and everything. People are collaborating, discussing about the plans and what, what not. I think same way this helps is this kind of discussions are very important. Uh, not because you want to compete, but because you want to learn. Mm. Healthy competitions are good, I still feel. But that also gives you to keep on uh, yourself like fine i need to have a goal that this is something i've done now what next mm. so for a long period of time again going back to the original question i started i maybe i have done for six seven years i was just doing it but with breaks somewhere what happened there was a, a bit of turn of events so did the covid happen and uh, again there was a lot of change of pattern that like, the work from home happened and everything i thought came to a standstill for me I got to know many people have been adopting, changing their lifestyle. Uh, my lifestyle went for a toss. I gained my weight from, it was like 75 to 80, it used to range. I went to 92. So everything changed and uh, I got, uh, I mean, a few, I mean, like the health issues started coming up. And there was no running for me, frankly speaking, for at least a year. I was not into running, nothing I was doing. I was just happy logging in us and that's it because they were like uh, the demand of the work was that you have to work till quite late and again in the early morning you come up and you start working so yes at this point of time there were lots uh, we felt like i mean like as i mentioned that my dog dad is a doctor he felt like that there were few symptoms he was men mm -hmm. noticing and he thought that i should do some checkups now 
and obviously there were a lot of parameters that had gone for a course. So the only thing was that medicines obviously was one of the thing but that was obviously not the, the choice that I should be doing at this point of time. I had to take medicines, few things, but I definitely had to change the lifestyle. That was important. For me, one thing was good. Again, it's a practice thing. So when you have stopped something, again going back to a, and starting something, it takes a bit of time. But again, because I had that mentality that no, I can go back and start. I knew that uh, if I can again start back, start this fitness journey, I can get back to shape. I know what works for me, what doesn't work for me. And I finally, I said, no, it's enough now. I, I don't want to hit the three figure mark in my weight. So I should be starting off now. So again, that start, restart journey uh, happened. But this time the restart journey was superb. The why I say superb was this was something that I did not do for the last few years that I have been running or been into the fitness project. I started interacting with a group of runners mm -hmm. now. They were pretty casual runners, I would say. They didn't have like, okay, I have to run a marathon in uh, within three hours. I have to do it four hours. No, nothing. Just go, let's enjoy the run, come back and we'll again run. That's it. As simple as it. Let's keep it simple. But that is where we started keeping it simple. And then what happened is interactions, getting to know, know a lot about it. This helped me a lot to understand and tweak what my goals should look like now, from now onwards. And I definitely need to basically mention when I'm talking about this, there was a particular person whom I met in this journey, he's still uh, in Kolkata. So his person is from Bombay, so Mr. Gregory Shnaik, I would like to mention. So he's uh, one area director of uh, one of the reputed uh, MNCs and he basically brought a lot of change of how I should think about it. Right. And because he is one of the person who not only in managing work, he is also doing a lot of CSR activities and he's traveling places. He understands the pulse, he shares that how we should be changing our lifestyles. He gave me a lot of directions about it. And still I'm in touch. I feel he's one of my life coaches till date. So and, and the good part is we are again meeting in Delhi and then coming going back to Kolkata in the same flight. So we are still that much connected. We kind of keep every try to keep connect every week. That's how it is. Still, I've moved from Kolkata to Bangalore, so that does that has not changed. So that is what where it started, and then but obvious what happens is you start going into one, and then you understand that okay, you are running, but that is not going to work. When you are running, you have to do something called as strength training. Mm. So uh, this should not be like for any kind of learning. It has to be a mix of everything that will make you like a an all-rounder. That's what I feel. Again for running, maybe many people have this what are you doing? You're just going and running, that's it, which is you can go out. What is the skill there? And it's not about the skill. It's about whether you have that tenacity mm. to continue that. It's a sport, it will take demand a lot of things from your body. Right. You should not take that lightly. Right. And again, when you are changing your goal, you are thought that okay, five kilometers I'm comfortable with it, uh, ten kilometers I'm comfortable with it. But if you're comfortable, that's fine. But start increasing your distance, you will see why your body will start reacting in a different way. Until unless you have taken the proper training of about it, that how to really go for those longer distances. Right. And obviously there, I mean, you know, uh, being a runner or this, you have to be a bit of, there's a bit of craziness, a bit of madness has to be there. It was there. So one of the incident I would cite, what also 
give me the push that I should be in doing the coaching, uh, getting into strength training is also I'll tell you. 10 kilometers, you practice, you run, you are into the, you have your body's accustomed to it. It's all good. So one fine uh, day, I was. Th th this was a story back in Pune that, that was around 2017. I would talk about. So one of my uh, roommate again, he was also into running, and he told that, uh, okay, what I'm, we are doing is we are going to Thane next morning. We have to have a run. Uh, that's a half marathon. And I will sign up. And then let's. You have run a 10 kilometer, right? Start doing it wherever you feel like you don't want to give up. Next, so what we did was late night uh, around uh, 12 o'clock, we started from Pune. We reached Mumbai and then again, Mumbai uh, drive a bit more to Thane. So it took around three, three and a half hours, I'm, I, I, if I'm correct. So 3.30 or 4 we reached, 5 o'clock, the race is there. Uh, we just took us a small nap of half an hour, freshened up, we started the run. Again, my body knew about that 10 kilometers should be fine. And Thane, the, the, the route is, it has a bit a mix of uphill and downhill. So at that point of time, what happens is, it becomes, if your body knows about it, you read about it, it's okay. If you're not, then it's like, okay, we'll go with the flow. But going, going with the flow for a few kilometers is fine. Or for a certain distance is fine. After that, it is not fine. Yeah. And then you understand that what went really wrong with you. But I'm happy that I, I managed. I finished the 21, and that was my first 21. That is how I did. Right. And after a week, time, I was barely able to stand and sit. That was my body because it has become so tight. The muscles have become so tight. So that is where I understood that no, you cannot take few things so casually. It's okay. It's you okay to have fun, but then at this certain point of view, you should also understand your body and then do few things. And that is where uh, the thinking that the discussions that happen that why we need to really go ahead not only practice increase your distance for us no not the only, that's not the only part coaching right getting into understand what needs to be done for you what is good for your body because when you're consulting with a coach you understand that dude and, and obviously when you are relying on someone that person obviously has trained a lot of people they have uh, read a lot about different body types, what it is, uh, which body uh, is accustomed to do what or uh, wants and, and can achieve what. Right. So all those things happen. So get, get, getting those experience, getting those knowledge helps a lot. And yes, when, uh, so what happens is, uh, again, as I said, I mean like maybe I, I've been uh, going from uh, places to places. So I like this Mumbai Pune episode, then the Kolkata episode happened. And from Kolkata, it was last year when it was decided that I need to move to Bangalore. And when I had to come to Bangalore, it was basically decided, uh, sorry, not decided at that point of time. I thought of that maybe I should go for something of a proper, a regular training thing. And by that time, I already registered for a full marathon that is for Tata <laughs> Mumbai Marathon. And I knew that if I'm signing up for something big, I need to be very much uh, thoughtful about it. Cannot just do it for fun. So uh, definitely, I did a marathon marathon before that, but again, it was not something I should be uh, happy about. But I just did for the, to get the experience. But this time, I wanted uh, fully prepped. So that's why I went ahead and. Um, just to bring a bit of different uh, angle to it, 
people take a talk a lot of the social media what good what bad about it this adding to the angle may not be relevant but it's relevant in, because we what we are recording today is on social media also so that's why the so social media also gives a lot of good things right this running group today which i am with it's called runners 360 which is held by one of the two most uh, leading coaches of india shreyas uh, and deepa and i would i'm happy to say that they are the coaches i mean you should look forward to get yourself trained with so that's where it's, so that's the power of social media just i got to see i could connect with their post with their and i thought i should give it a try right and i'll tell you the what happened is i did my first full marathon not fully prepared i just did some preparations i did it in 5 hours 2 minutes it was in the uh, there were a lot of factors though i still say it was month of march in kolkata 38 39 degrees and i'm running at that point of time mumbai still gave me a better weather and gave me a much better timing of 3 hours 45 minutes nice so that is what so it's not about uh, whether i improved i have to show the results no but what i'm proud of or what i feel accomplished that the, the decision that i went and took a coaching mm-hmm. that i found that i should at least understand that there is something i need to learn right so as a person i feel many feel it is you should always feel that there are lots of things to learn you should not always feel that no i have known everything mm-hmm. now i i can i, I am the ultimate person no that's not the thing so that somebody yourself to understand what should be good for me what should not and that outcome when i got it the whole process is something i really love right. and today i can say that uh, because of that that's one of the uh, example that i always feed myself saying that yes that's a good thing that i've done and now whatever i will follow i'll try to follow with this path and it will con- i hope that continues with me right so that's what is my learning that how started and how i'm following it I can actually draw a lot of parallels there. Yeah. One you said you started running because your health problems. Yes. That's how organizations start with agility as well. Yeah. Your projects are not going well. Let's adopt some processes. And then you talked about you you ran for some ran 10 kilometers and then friend said, "Oh, anyway you have run 10 kilometers, let's run uh, oh, after yeah, this stuff." Yeah. Similarly people might say, "Oh, you have done CSM, uh, you have executed projects, let's use agility." so people might push you without any preparation yes. and then later you said after you got into this sport you started learning about strength training and uh, other things that are needed for you to run better and have the performance i'm sure same thing happens when you get started as a scrum master you can you can't learn much from classrooms you can maybe develop mindset but you don't get tools and techniques that are required on the field Right. So you jump into the water, just like you get onto the road, then. Yeah. Uh, tell us about your scrum master journey along these lines. So, how did it get started, and what did you learn in the process, and how did you help organizations adopt? Right. right. What was the challenge? Yes. So, uh, the important thing was, um, I would say that uh, when I mentioned that around that year period, the, our my organization that I was with. So 2014-15, they started uh, adopting agile in league projects, and that with the clients they were working with. Right. So that was the good thing that the platform or the or the not the platform, so the point was there, where it gave me that okay, if I can at least go ahead and talk, start talking about it, people will at least listen. Mm. Adopting it as a practice and all that will gradually happen over time. Nothing happens within a snap. 
right so that's the thing so they, they, this is always a gradual process associated with it but the good part is that the organization has understood that yes we need to shift the paradigm so that few things can happen and when the i say few things happen definitely the thing was whether we can work and deliver things uh, on a faster basis or not on a faster rate or not and um, at that point of time obviously uh, if i remember correctly the social media platforms where we i mean like today we are using instagram whatsapp and other media platforms extensively right. they have started coming up and they were those examples started to we started discussing about those examples that okay see if uh, certain organization that they're coming newly and they can deliver features so fast we are the organization that we are currently they are doing it for a long time they are doing client deliverables why can't we adopt such method where we can help customers give uh, i mean with outputs at a very faster level at a, with a shorter duration of period right so at that point of time definitely uh, this helped that okay let's start the conversation at least mm. and and that the good thing was again the management everything everyone was kind of supportive but let's start uh, at the point of time when we talk about obviously scrum framework rather i would say that uh, what works best for us obviously there were like uh, let's try uh, kanban for this project there was another project let's have scrum what works for us mm-hmm. so this equitant trial happened over the time at that point of time we cannot say that uh, let us try starting measuring the productivity at the first go we started recording it but we will we will see that a lot a lot of ups and downs mm-hmm. so what i understood from here is that okay uh, adopting a practice is fine but how well all the members of the team or as a group everybody is uh, reacting to it or mm-hmm. acting to it rather and then making it work some are as i said that okay giving a go ahead and let's do it it's fine the first signal is okay but after that whether you are maintaining it or whether you are holding that principle or not so that is quite important so it's like again i was because of talking about you sign up for you think okay i can sign up for the marathon let's do it right one week two week you may because they like say three to four months of training it says uh you show the vigor for a month after that you say uh why did i sign up for it let it be mm. so the same thing happened i'm like oh i think uh, whatever the practice we were doing it was fine now this like two weeks uh, i have to do <laughs> in a scrum two weeks i have to show something to customer i don't have why are forcing me let's let's take it easy let's not force let's not use the word force we are not forcing anyone we are trying some so let's try let's experiment it will break things and lot of that thing happened maybe we did, we were not successful and we were not obviously for, for there were a lot of reasons adopting the lifestyle adopting things that didn't work but gradually what i understood that uh people have to be given some time and different people need different time to break out from their comfort zone right so uh myself at that point of time is i got the role of a scrum master and also i was then when i was being uh, told that you have to be a change agent also that's one part of it and being that you have to be kind of empathize with your members along with you should not be like i cannot be dictated out there that if i told that you have to follow it no understand what's the pain area why that particular person is not being able to follow that instruction or being uh, a bit like i am okay with the traditional process what's what's making him stick to it talk about it. so maybe that 
might mean that we are doing a lot of discussions rather than doing the project of where I really need to get things on board because right. my client is expecting something out of it. Right. So at that point of time, again, uh, because as I says, uh, and as we all know that let's not go by that okay, we will have certain meetings, we have to follow these meetings, there are certain sediments we have to obviously there are certain prescribed sediments, but that doesn't mean that you cannot have certain discussions of the book of the topic because if any discussions, anything that you are doing to help team, to help each one of us, that is I think as I always say that whatever, uh, let there be a flexibility, let that fluidity be there, that we can talk about things, whatever is required to bring right. on the table and get things done. So for me, I think uh, it gave me a very good confidence that I can at least bring in a lot of people, talk about multiple things, bring that on the table mm. and then see what are the challenges. And I have seen, I mean, over the period of time, it's not only uh, maybe uh, there's a general mentality that, okay, maybe you can just go if it's your junior or someone, you can just go and tell something, he or she will understand that because you are the kind of the senior person as part of your organization. No, that should not be your thought process also. You should just treat him as a colleague, a friend who is trying to understand few things from you, understand and get it done. In that process, again, Myself being a stomach and also a human being. So I'm not telling that I am above everything. Maybe there are certain things I, in the initial stage I also feel that no, I'm getting frustrated. I'm not understanding why this person is not. A, but that is where if you have to be successful, if you have to adopt this lifestyle and you have to uh, go and follow this path, the mantra is that keep doing it mm. and finally you will find that what should be right for you. And I started doing it and kept doing it. Initial years were struggle definitely. Today also there are different ways, different struggle is there. But this particular breaking the mold, getting the team on board is much more easier. So that's what I felt. And the second thing that I bring up again, maybe I bring a parallel to the running thing was the, the silo thing. So uh, when I did my running all alone, it was always that whenever I am thinking I am doing this certain goal, I am just putting it for myself, doing it on my own. That's it. Uh, team, if he, he, that person, if he thinks that I can just give me the assigned task, I'll just do it and log off. That's it. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm not going to con uh, coordinate and say what I have done for the day. Will that really work for an agile team? Definitely. For me, it's very important. Uh, for the entire team, it is very important that uh, everybody knows where we are with it. So. Uh, one uh, team member A and team member B should know each one's progress and where they need to tie, uh, I mean, the hand holding would be required. Mm -hmm. Today, uh, I'll still say because uh, I've been adopting as I'm doing this Scrum Master, there's a common notion when the Scrum call happens, this happens is they still think that I have to go and report to the Scrum Master. Mm -hmm. That's not the case. I am not uh, conducting the Scrum call for that. I have a different I have a different agenda. The scrum call was always for a different reason. Is that was a placeholder to bring everyone together, quickly discuss where you are, and if anyone feels that okay, no, I am not in par with it with the timelines or with other thing that should have been together, we should understand. Maybe I can do the hand holding at the first time because obviously I am facilitating, but that doesn't mean that you have to come and report to me. So I still feel that there's a few fine lines that people still feel and they don't understand uh, but 
gradually over time that is happening it's obviously there is a change that's happening but that i mean right. I, i can see the change happening but it will definitely take a bit of more time that's what i see right. so it's good to go ahead talk to people who coach mentor guide whenever whatever is required understand also and learn in that process that's a common theme that i get from uh, what you're saying is it's important to have conversation exactly the information needs to come out Correct. just start talking about whatever it is even when you talked about running there was a trigger that was made which was talking to the doctor and then the information that came out of that provided a trigger for you to start running. correct similarly when you were saying now there is lot of social media and then information comes from from there on how other organization is working how are they successful right that information triggered okay we should also compete you know we are we are in the market so we need yeah. to compete so so there is some trigger needed that trigger could be bringing the information to the forefront so that people are aware of what are the problems correct correct and then second you talked about consistency even in running if at all you want to perform consistency is required and then even with your team you said let's get started let's continuously do it's okay if you fail but we will learn in the process correct, correct. and yes. then you talked about reflecting back and then learning from that moving ahead yes uh, there is no one way no. even if you're a runner you cannot really just take one marathon program and then just follow it you know, your body type is different my body type is different so we might have to find you that correct similarly you said if you're a team teams are made up of different people so the culture is different uh, yeah. their, their purpose is different so do what matters to you do what works for you yeah. that's what we talked about yeah. um just to add one thing i mean because uh, we were just talking about the, the word compete came right. and I, i talked about that healthy competition also so uh, one thing is for sure that like uh, this other thing that we do that's the agile maturity assessment mm. so normally when the word assessment comes uh, people will think okay there's an exa- uh, maybe it's an examination maybe something we have to do again as a practice and we are uh, we are getting marked or some, and on some parameters uh, maybe we will be shown somewhere down or uh, something like that so right. it's a general mentality or uh, what i have talked or discussed with team around it is uh, see it definitely gives you an idea where you are uh, with your understanding of uh, i mean let's see uh, where your understanding is with uh, your agile practices up with your understanding of how we should work in this agile environment definitely gives you a clarity second thing is that yes definitely there will be comparisons that okay this particular team has some agile maturity assessment of so and so number you have a so and so number but i would say that don't compare the numbers in a pattern that i have to that he is out of 5 he has achieved 4 and i am achieving uh, 2.5 after achieve 4 no that's not fair but in the competition again i have mentioned before this go you think that what could be the best for you maybe today's 2.5 we will reach 4 4.5 also but see what works for you it may not be the same parameters what they did to do it there has to be some numbers which we have to follow in our life uh, otherwise there's no uh, i mean like you will just move ahead without anything i mean like and that i think maybe I, that is not moving ahead also that's what i feel so Uh, doing this kind of competitions, if healthy competition is good, and secondly, assessments are good, but do not use those numbers as that I have to compete and beat that number. That is not for what we are doing it. We are trying to do something which is like gradually moving from that number to something bigger and better. That's it. Like the phrase in running, right? Run your own race and your own. Yes, race. exactly. 
numbers are important correct but i cannot compare my number with mr kipchoge right <laughs> <laughs> so but i can i compare my number with my own number last month yes yes, yes. will that help yes it will certainly help that's what you're saying yeah. so if i compare my number with somebody else's number yes. it may not be useful because i am they are different i am different right but use the numbers to compete with your own self okay uh, if at all you want to compare with others see how they are improving from x to y so their work x may not be even at x True. but they are doing something to improve from their x to their y right. so what can i do what can i learn from them to improve my x to my y yes, yes. that's that's, that's, a, that's yeah. a very noble thought yeah okay. very profound uh, thought <laughs> so we say that, you know every race you may not be able to win every race does not go as per your plan correct same is the case with every disease does not go with your plan as per So when race goes back, how do you deal with it? Yeah. So, uh, frankly speaking, uh, for me, uh, I take that. I mean, because again, I'll I'll go back to the coaching part of it. How you are trained, uh, that that that's what matters. Mm. So when we are again going for the race, we are told that see, if you are very prepared, you have the coaches all always have a discussion with us that. Whether you have trained, whether we have done, but constant weekly feedbacks are get we are getting. The coaches did do mention at that point of time that uh, when you are uh, on the race day, obviously, that means you have done what you could have done by now. By this point of time, stop thinking that uh, that oh could have done better uh, preparation. No, just go with the flow because you have done what you could have done. Right. It can be a maybe you have practiced not in a. very uh, uneven terrain but the race has an uneven terrain to it that might be the case so there are bumpy rides would be there but anyways but don't think overthink about it mm. go with it you know you have practiced well go with it two things happen obviously that you meet your goal after the race after this after that you do not so it is with it this right. is the clear cut path that happens so always coming back to your question if that doesn't if that not work Personally, for me as a person, I really do not feel very bad about it, uh, because of the culture or the thought process that I have invented. I think that I think I gave my best, mm. what I could. There were certain things definitely I could have changed at that course of time, uh, which could have helped me. But let's not repent about it. Let me think that what I learned, what I could do better, and make my next race go better. Nice. So going back to if I talk about this in my work. Please and all, I will try to ensure that all the prep works, whatever we have planned. Obviously, if we are going to release, I will have an extensive release management plan, which I've talked throughout with all the stakeholders, with my team members, with my stakeholders, everyone. I, I, if I my plan is foolproof, or with the time dependency, everything, I don't think there is a chance that if everything will go bad, things can go bad. Rather, sorry, I should say. So now the thing is, just an example that there has been an unwanted environmental issue that came up, and there's a slight delay in execution of one of the jobs, mm-hmm. and that created a problem with the other dependent things. Mm-hmm. So at that point of time, the most important thing that I will tell to take is to not panic. Mm-hmm. If you start panicking about it, just that again going back to the race thing, you start panicking within the route itself. That oh shit, I have I think I've missed out on my mark at this point of time. Now what will happen? The whole part of your journey will go for a loss. Don't let it. Do not start panicking. I think you are well equipped to have the knowledge that 
that because we have discussed about plan, then there has to be a backup thing also that what we need to do. Right. Put that in place, get the thing done. And definitely we will be trying to reach a place where finally we will be dealt with. Again, we will be talking about that glitch, what happened. That is where we need to retrospect, we have to understand, we will go through it. We'll try to. But the obvious reason is at that point of time, do not start doing two things. One is uh, obviously that I mentioned planning, and second thing, do not start doing it that I think I did right. I think yeah. that other person could have done right. That is why this thing went for a consumer. We were all together in one team when we discussed that plan. We thought everyone would be contributing to get that thing done. That is why where where we are, and we should everyone should take the responsibility of it. And that's why uh, then when you go for the next phase and all, it will be very easy for you. To work and get the things sorted for you. So that's just very important, that's what I feel. So that maturity you should be having that how do you handle that situation. Everything is not in your control, but to handle and to keep yourself in a situation and keep yourself calm and composed and think about that what should be the next plan of action is very important. Same for again going back to the running thing. Keep yourself calm in front. If it's not working for you, see what what did went wrong, but don't let that spoil everything for you. So that will ruin the other plan, other goal that you have. Now you, you brought up a very great point there. The way I deal with my failure, it depends on the mindset that I have. Yes. Um, the culture within which I have brought up, how I look at the failures. Yes. If I look at the failures as uh, something that uh, these are hard failures, I cannot really take it, and then you will be suffering. But if you take it as a learn, like I just took a fearless attempt at integrating the learn, that's our failure. I took it fail. Um, then most probably you would take it further. Correct. You learn from it. Failure is a gift, of course, because it gives you information to succeed. When I'm individual, as a learner, I'm individual, so I can develop that mindset. But when you have a team, team is full of people, different, different mindset, different. Yes. Now. How do you build that culture at the Scrum Master where they need to look at failure as a gift? And another another dimension there is when you are running, you are a recreational, recreational runner. There is no stake in exactly. other than your emotional mm -hmm. investment. Mm -hmm. But at workplace, there are stakeholders who have invested money. Yeah, so good. now you are dealing with your team plus stakeholders. So how do you build that culture where both stakeholders and teams look at failure as a gift so that they can take that to the next level. Yeah, so uh, again, I, I might uh, divide it into two things. One is, I feel what I'm, again, normal human mentality would be, oh, I could not achieve it. Yeah. Uh, then this is something that might uh, take me back a bit. And again, coming back to where I started from, uh, take some more time. So uh, dealing with that, that human emotion is a bit tricky. I won't say that's very easy to do it. But to deal with it, as I mentioned that Agile does not see, uh, prescribe or say that you should do this, this, this kind of uh, uh, discussions and finish it up. Do whatever requires to build that sense of uh, harmony, to build that sense of togetherness within the team. If you are doing that, so again, uh, just to connect, maybe within the friend circle, I mean, we'll be talking planning also. Obviously, this we are recreation runners as, as you mentioned, but again, if we make the mood on a lighter note, few things become very, I mean like, we, what will happen is, many people will say many things, you would take it like, 
Ah, that is for me to say that was for a good intention only. It was not there to do a blame game there right. or pointing out fingers to try. So the same thing, if I am trying to get that culture back in my working team, that would help me a lot. That let the environment be casual. When I use the word casual, when I am not saying casual to work. Uh, bring it in that manner that you are so friendly, you are that much that even if you are saying something, maybe in a tone may not be you liking it, but to understand that if I've said something as a learning or some at that point of time in that place, you understand that that person has said something that is good for me. Mm-hmm. So each team member, I think, even that is a scrum master. If I, uh, if someone is selling it, I should understand that uh, for if we have been talking about failure, if that has not worked for us, we should understand that has been talked for the benefit of us. Mm-hmm. So you should have, first and foremost that is very important. Second thing, again as I mentioned, that. Uh, do not take this as a, as we mentioned that this is this failure of if we have failed to do something that uh, okay this is taking us back no this is something that was there which where we had to learn something maybe that's why it had uh, these are saying almost like everything happens for a reason uh, maybe maybe yes maybe no but definitely if it had happened for a reason take the positive off do not really start uh, feeling low, very low about it, that won't help. Because if you start feeling low, very uh, depressed about it, that will take a lot of time from your uh, time where you could have come back and did do something good for the, for yourself or the entire team. So try to, that is very important. Again, that's I see, that's a mind shift uh, the, the, uh, that should be done. And the easy, the dis- no discussion that I mentioned, you make the uh, place uh, in such a uh, such a manner that people can talk openly about their issues, problems, what they are facing. Nothing better. That helps. If you keep it to yourself, that won't work, and, and you will be suffering alone. That is not how. It, again, working inside you, suffering alone. Right. It will create a problem for you and the team. Right. That's what I feel. Makes sense. Yeah. In fact, uh, even if we talk talk about recreational runners. Unless our families support us, we will not be able to find They are like stakeholders. Yes. Because we are yes. we are taking their time away. <laughs> so dinners are missing, the movies are missing, and we are so they are stakeholders. They have invested some yes. stake in our health. Um, if they don't support, we fail. Okay. Are there scenarios where at workplace the stakeholders are not so supporting uh, the transformation, and then as a result, uh, you face some challenges and any scenarios that overcame in your uh, professional life? It's an obvious yes. yes. I would say <laughs> it's an obvious yes. There's no, I mean, like nothing. Because of the reasons, as I mentioned, that when I started off, I, as I did the organization, it was supportive to as well. That is, that is one. But there have been uh, many places where we kind of took over uh, maybe a, there was a new contract and, and our organization took it over from there and they were following totally an waterfall model. We took over seeing that well we, have, well we have done this in a waterfall model, this you have seen. Now let us try adopting few practices. Let us not coin the term that we are using an agile methodology. I'm not talking about it. I'm mm-hmm. telling that we are just going to tweak something and let us see how it works for us. Mm-hmm. And as I said, that the human tendency is that uh, why why do you need it? Mm. So you have to be very much clear on yourself that do you really understand, realize that why with 
with which you are going do you if you are going to tell them the why are you convinced enough that it should not be that i have learned from the book okay no uh, i went there and uh, some uh, instructor has told me that you should go and you have to teach them as well that is how it should work no that's not how it should work mm. you have come there and you have seen that uh, you have been told that practice few things see if that works for that one maybe few things won't so yes we started off maybe there was initial a month or two months have passed mm. and things were not looking good and uh, they started comparing and, and the stakeholders as you we were talking that they were seeing that we don't see much of a difference why right? i think that see again we are a bunch of new people who are trying to do something different mm. and one thing is for sure if you uh, go by the same path and try to expect a new result it from you have to change the path mm. try going a new path and see then the result will be different that's why we have to nav- navigate mm. that is very much important so yes uh, again uh, stakeholder making them understand making them understand the plan what we are trying to do has been a challenge It's still a challenge, I would say. Um, in today, also when I say when I come back with okay, as I was also talking about that uh, measuring, doing a matrix. Mm-hmm. Why is it required? If we really, I mean, like, uh, okay, half an hour you will be taking up to uh, discuss about matrix. Is it really required? Mm-hmm. You are delivering. I am fine with it. I will do deal with it. That's okay. No, I, I don't want to deal with it only. Mm-hmm. I want you also to understand that what we are doing it, whether it has whether the culture helped us or. Mm-hmm. you should because you are asking i want you to know about it it's not about, i'm not really going and i want to educate you that's not what my purpose is i want to tell you this is what i've done for the environment see whether uh, this there's a take away for you also or not maybe you have something better you didn't think about it because we did not discuss about it now if you say we will uh, take that up as an input for us so again going back making them understand that why few things are important taking their feedback a lot of things are uh, good for and that that needs to happen that is what i feel you talk about experimentation exactly show by doing things yeah because see i mean like uh, it it becomes very easy when uh, the stakeholders and they have said yeah i am i agree to your plan everything looks totally fine we'll follow this practice for a for a long time that's okay done now what's the chance as as an individual i also feel now now i may be going into that stagnancy Mm-hmm. So like uh, I'm doing that 10 kilometer ride right? every day. I know I go and do the 10 kilometer. I within that one hour I finish and come back. What is there? What is the the next day? If I don't challenge myself with another distance, another timing, mm-hmm. nothing. Right. I'm not competing. I'm not like, but I do something different to keep myself awake. That means like that your heart beat that goes up and down. Right. Then only you say that you are alive. If it is gone from a straight line, you are gone. So the same thing. Those challenges are those hard bits that's keeping you alive. That keeping you alive and kicking. That's what I say. So that should be there. So that's the nutrient for us right, to keep in the team. Right. Absolutely. Not using any pre-defined process. They might be using their own process. If you have to say whether they are uh, agile or not agile, how would you go about uh, identifying that? So uh, for me, one thing I feel is quite important, and I try to find that. Uh, and obviously, now that has come into the agile picture also. But uh, agile and everything came later. But are you kind of self-organized? Mm. When I say self-organized, uh, 
time, you understand that uh, there has to be a work that needs to be done. You really understand that end to end for anything that you are working or working or in what you are doing, you understand that parameter to better. It's not that I you. It's not like should not be that like that pause where I've been just tired mm. and I won't see what's happening right and left. I'll just start keep start moving forward. Should not be that. Mm. You should understand. You should organize and you have that self organizing mechanism. Do you have that? So that is something I always look for. The person or the team members who I'm working with. That and when if I see that majority of them they have it, I feel that. They should be okay to adopt things, adopt new things. Rather, that's what the word is. Because again, I will try using the word as I because I'm not trying to define anywhere. Mm. I'm trying to tell them whether they're open to new things or that's what I feel. Okay. Second thing is again open to new things is learning is learning and unlearning. Mm. Very important. Again, as I mentioned maybe previously that you should not feel that yeah I I know everything. Mm. That feeling should not be there. Mm. Maybe there are a lot of things you do not know, and you should be open to learn about it. However, definitely there are certain rules and certain aspirations you have. I'm not telling, but whether you are okay to uh, experiment, to learn, okay, whether this will help me in my journey or not, mm. uh, professional journey, personal goal, journey, whatever it is. So, uh, which again we say that maybe the cross functional, cross skills. So that is uh, whether you are open to doing that. Mm. If those two things for me, at least these two things work up very much. And self-organizing works a bit more for me. Again, as I say, I, I love that um, aspect, that parameter of it, and understand what and understand what I'm trying to do. Whether that is going to help uh, each one of us in that journey or not, if my work journey or not. So if you have that clarity, nothing better. Then you are okay to adopt whatever it is. Industry today has uh, coined a word called agile. It may come up with something new, mm. which will be dynamic, which will be to do something that will deliver something at a new period or something else. But at least you are open to learning. That will work for me. So that's what I try to do. So you looked at two. One is open to learning something new. Yeah. And also learn from your uh, past experiences and then be right. adaptive. Yes. Uh, don't just keep doing the same thing, but keep experimenting, yes, yes. change things. Yes. Okay. So, makes sense. Yeah. And I also believe uh, if we do not practice agility in our personal life as coaches, we are failing. <laughs> because I cannot really have one person at workplace and another person at home. Uh, so, agility should be like we say intentionality. Mm. It should be part and parcel of your life and it is something that is lifelong. So, if you have to look at a person, an individual, and say this person has their personal agility, yes, what would you look for that in that person? Right. So, uh, for that particular person, I need to understand that uh, whether that person has really, uh, in a certain way, is approaching a certain thing, has he had the thought or the clarity in my journey? Okay. So, uh, see, again, as a normal human being, we will have days where we will feel that I, I need to relax a bit. Totally fine. You need to relax, you need to recover, whatever it is required. But the day you think that I need to do certain work, I need to get certain uh, I need to get certain thing out of a day, whether I have the clarity that these are the few things that I've planned out, chopped out on. Mm. Whatever your planning manner is uh, manner is that's all up to you. But at the end of the day, whether you are going with that structure or not. Mm. Okay. 
if you are talking about certain things, if your interactions, you are bringing such thing that yes, I chopped or so and so thing, and I think this works for me. So those kind of conversations, I feel, are very helpful. Mm. Uh, I am a person who feels that discussions should happen, a lot of discussions happen, but sometimes you should not just do it because I have to do a discussion. Do it again. Try some goal-based discussions also. Mm. It's okay. It's chai uh, charcha is good. Coffee atta is good. But when you are trying to, because obviously when we are here, we are trying to, or we have purpose to serve and go. When you are trying to do it, try to do it in a structured manner. That's what I feel. If in your conversations, if you are bringing those discussions in, I feel that that helps. Those very when this uh, things is what I look for when the conversations are happening. And if I see that's happening, I feel that that person has that mentality okay. to be agile, to work on that plan, nature. So that's what I feel. Someone who has a purpose and then uh, has clarity. So yes. say clarity. So they have purpose, purpose. and then there is a structure around it. Yeah, because they, uh, they are, as a person, I would say are there situations when I feel that. Uh, what am I doing now? Is that what I'm leading up to? Is it helping me up? Do those discussions. Do those discussions with your family. Uh, your parents are there. They they have more experience than you. They can guide you. If it's much more uh, aligned to your industry where they have not worked and they do not may, might not be bringing that expertise, talk to your that kind of a coding. You might be knowing by that point of time. Talk about it. That is fine. But definitely you will get those ideas. Get but try to get those ideas because. Don't just try and start sitting and okay, what have I done now? What am I going to do? Just don't sit blankly looking at the sky. Don't work. Mm. Discussions are important. That is one thing. And second thing is, start uh, waking up. Think about that. I need to achieve something for yourself. That is very important. That's what I. Yeah, you you talk about uh, conversations a lot. I hope your teams don't run away from you when. No, <laughs> but I, I, I make time box too. That is the thing. Okay. So uh, even um, if I see that the conversation is going, I'm the one who will pull the other and then we are done. We are done. I think uh, we were having a very good conversation, uh, but we'll continue. But not today. But not here now. We have to shift that here because time boxing is something that I always follow a lot. Time box. Nice. <laughs> now um, you're a coach. As a scrum master, you're a coach. You're coaching the teams. Uh, what is coaching according to you? Yeah. So for me, uh, the key takeaway I rather I would say uh, for me is serving the uh, society in a way that they can learn from what I have mm. experienced mm. and also give back that whatever. Experience and everything that I had got maybe from my group, from my mentor, I can pass it on. Okay. That uh, learning, everything should be there. That mentoring, that uh, journey should be passed on. That's what I feel from me. And second thing, uh, maybe I would say is kind of grooming the people. Mm. That's kind of very important. I feel uh, the example why I would say grooming the people is quite important is uh, the the COVID situation is one good example that I would say. Uh, we uh, normally what happens? We have that uh, we finish the college, campus recruitments or off campus, whatever it is. You go into the training phase. You interact with a lot of people, and uh, you get to know how the culture is that builds up. Mm. 
that that didn't happen for a year or more when we were just the college students passed from the colleges and they were on calls and they were told that okay you have to follow this and these are the things that you have to do so i felt that that grooming was not happening up to the mark so for me i need to do certain things maybe play a game with them whatever it is required and uh, because for me again going the hands on doing few things that works for me don't go by the bookish knowledge always okay start let's clear presentation that will take care of it that doesn't work for me so for me giving a hands up uh, from your personal experience is super because you can connect more and you can give more examples relevant examples uh, and obviously i mean reading is very important that is something that we should always practice and that examples if you can uh, give better so those few things i think should be part of it when i am telling that as a coach or as a coaching this should be my input within that uh, particular timeline and i'll go ahead with it that's what i keep talking about bringing your own experience plus help them learn from their own experience by, by playing um, i work with two coaches a uh, strength coach and uh, a running coach right. and i love both of them but both of them have absolutely opposite uh, yes personalities one uh, who tells me exactly what gives me a specific list of things this is exactly what it is uh there is another one who puts things in front of me and then says this is the op- this may be the optimal way okay does not push so one pushes do this another one provides options i like both the approaches one is kind of mentoring me because he has a lot of experience that is bringing in and bringing in because i i do not know much about strength running coach understands that um, i have some experience in running and then try to extract that experience and also provides his inputs and uh, provides options uh, i i love both the approaches uh, what are the different approaches that you have seen as far as coaching is concerned what approaches do you use because yeah. you also work with two coaches correct right so uh, two things again i'll drop try to draw the parallels because that's how it works for me also uh, maybe i'll take for from the running thing so uh, what i have seen in this particular uh, group that i have been it's more about how the feedback based thing that's mm-hmm. what i've seen so the first of all when it starts uh, how you feel how your body is feeling uh, that those are the questions asked then definitely that okay we think that based on what you have mentioned these are the few things that if you should do it will it will work for you try doing it i'll try that i'll come back to the coach and i'll say that uh, i think 80% work for me 20% doesn't work uh and as in the, the coaches if they are also the coaches they have to be quite adaptive they also need to understand and uh, pick up things very fast which is in my case that they understand they respond that quickly and make those changes which will help me and evolve so week one they learn that okay this is my monitor this is how i am reacting to things they make those certain changes when i see this this is a learning that i take that for me i should not be the person who would prescribe that uh, and saying that so this is what you should follow if you don't follow then it, everything will go yeah. for a loss so yeah. that's not it see this this is how it needs to be done see if that works for you mm-hmm. obviously i believe that these are the good practices because 
majority of the people have followed this and they said that it works for them. Try doing this. Let's see. If it doesn't work, then we'll see some other options. So that's how it works for me. And uh, because uh, this is something uh, with connected to uh, the previous so the coaches also. What is important is that they say coaches uh, that uh, what we do is we learn a lot from our coaches. We also have our coaches. And our job is whatever we are learning in the morning, come back in our next strength training or your running sessions when I'm coming, I try to pass on that knowledge. I should not be someone who will feel that okay, if I'm passing on that knowledge, now what will happen is oh, that person knows now. So what? Uh, how would I be the guru of the thing? I mean, no, that is, that is not how you become the guru. You become how you can transfer knowledge, how you can get that transparency within that everybody knows everything and if you still feel that that you facilitate that. In such a manner, you don't impose things, not required. If you do it in a certain manner where people feel comfortable listening to you, understanding you, everybody will gradually look up to you that whether I should be listening to what has been mentioned as a guideline or not. So that's how it works for me. That's what I feel. So whatever I'm learning, that if it's run for the learn uh, coach there. Second, if I'm telling that there are some workplace, there are also some people I look, I will be looking up to them. I will try to take up their learning and try to uh, pass it on. That's what I think uh, works for me. I also picked up one thing there, collaboration. The approach is collaborative work. So it's not just one way, it's two ways. No, no, no. learning from me and I am learning from you. Yeah. And then we integrate that together, right? Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, the most important after you have mentioned uh, uh, what you want to do, if you have told that after that, you should have this question that uh, do you agree to this or not? Do you have any other opinion? Let, let's have a talk on that because uh, it should not, I'm not the person who will tell that this is the guy that's full stuff. No, let's, that's not how I should be operating right. in my mind. It's not a sense. Yeah. You know, when we go out for running, it's our time. Me time. Me time. Me time, right? Were there any scenarios where you were running and then you, you there was some bonding problem with your team that you solved while you were running? You found a solution. I found a solution. So, um, for me, I think uh, may not be directly related to this, but what I feel was uh, maybe in the running process, what I felt was the time was culture that I'm, I'm talking about. Then a lot of time we have discussions. We think uh, team complaints or team will might complain. But okay, so much so meetings or discussions happen so much of time. Now I have to work on the delivery. How would I do it? Because uh, out of maybe there's a nine working hours, you are telling me I have to attend meetings and ceremonies for five hours. So four hours you are trying to get everything out and maybe have a strict deadline. Right. How will that work for me? So while I uh, run, uh, maybe that me time, that thing is that I also try to categorize what I'm going to do at what point of time. Okay. And at that point of time, I believe that if I'm doing uh, that kind of planning during the work, mm -hmm. if I've said that this person, you can uh, try and work on this item, or that person has said that maybe can I try and work on such and such item whether we work or not. So that bit of manage pleasing things. Mm -hmm. That placeholder that I can fit in this, this thing that, that is the places, 
the marathon uh, training doesn't work fit there mm. speed workouts doesn't work for ultra marathon as such mm. so there's a bit of different training which again i got to know a lot of the discussions when we started to happen within the running right that's it. so <coughs> but uh, i have a certain aspect that maybe i'll mix both of them okay. but definitely not uh, to get at the same time so i have done the ultra marathon this was a long time ago Why Ultra Marathon came into picture was I'll tell you. Uh, after doing 42 in Mumbai, I felt quite fresh. I felt that if I'm feeling so fresh after 42, I can run three, four, or five kilometers more. Right. Can I just check it? That small craziness uh-huh. that kicked in. Uh, I would say uh, the coaches were not convinced. Frankly speaking, they said that you are running a marathon. You Think you will be practicing more for marathons. That is because you have started running longer distances now. You should stick to it. I just want to do, and I want to just check whether I can do it or not. That's it. I'll come back to what is best and what uh, what should be followed. That's okay. But yes, I mean that's a coach. You should uh, you allow your uh, whom you are coaching that okay. He wants to experiment. Let him do that. That openness was there. Right. So I got that freedom that I could experiment and. Everybody was happy. The coach was happy that, but now I have got the credit that yes, we have done it. You wanted to experiment a bit. Now let's come back. Let's do the uh, uh, full marathons. Let's see how we can improve on that. And that is also my goal because the multiple marathons that happens across India, and I have only been part of two of them. That's it, and nothing more. So definitely, there are a lot of in the bucket list. The one is definitely the lay one. So that's happening in the next month. So uh, yeah, this time I'm giving a skip. Not this time I'm pre- I was also not prepared. So maybe that's one in the bucket list. So as you, uh, as many of us have heard about it, and that you go, you have to acclimatize yourself first. Right. So there's a lot of time investment. Again, you have to see how you can because you have a family. So right. you have to think about them. Think then also put things. So how you prioritize right. and then. Put that goal into that picture. So I I have something to do with that. Let's see how that works for me. And 
definitely at certain point of time if i can work on my timings a bit more on the full marathon and definitely try for the boston and all that that that's like okay okay so all those are in the bucket list so you want to try running all the possible marathons in india all the renowned ones definitely in india and outside definitely that's one and in between again if the craziness kicks in ultra marathons would be there in the picture right but definitely as a as, what what helps or uh, what i would see is whether it fits in uh, not always you should go and impose everything on your body uh, it's aging so you should respect that right and go with that right. but definitely uh, the marathons are there at the clear cut goals thank you yeah so what are your aspirations bringing changing the topic yeah. what are your aspirations as a coach as a scrum master you are a coach mm-hmm. you are coaching teams correct what aspirations or goals do you have yeah so uh, for me uh, when i started and i'll tell you why a bit of shift from technology to agile and these things came into which was gradually i was shift seeing what is technology if you start working on technology you will have certain be certain parameters that will restrict you that you will continue working in that technology and if you learn new more technology that's okay that will be there but uh, when i'm working in this field where i can go and talk to people that barrier is basically got, got getting lost i can collaborate more and i can uh, understand people more which is giving me more experience frankly speaking uh, talking and getting knowledge helps me a lot uh they will talk about their practical will talk about the practical uh, uh, experience what they have done that helps me a lot i will bring that to table and talk to people about it so for me more interactions uh getting there uh, i mean pressing myself that i can talk more about this learnings to people getting more people not i would say listen to me rather contribute in those discussions is what i do forward so Yes, as a as a coach, if you say as a portfolio wise, if I say that I would love to have more and more people, more and more teams with okay. whom I can collaborate, work together, and bringing change wherever where whatever is required that is helpful. That's what I do in that organization. I when so maybe this is the term that we always use as a COE. Mm-hmm. So if there's an agile COE all now that has evolved now that so how we can work towards it, get that team as a always a point of contact for everything and anything so i should be that uh, member of that series what i look forward to always that's one thing and second thing is again and more interaction less barriers and i can go ahead and learn and in the process also help people i can see the intentionality there yeah working with working in certain role yes. yeah it's an intention but what you said is you want to help more and more teams change yes. transform yes. for better correct yeah that's that's never done yes that's never come even until the last day we, we can actually do that yes. makes a lot of sense correct now uh, if someone is starting as a scrum master today if you were to give a word of advice what would that be okay so uh, this one thing that uh, trying to be that adaptive and try to start fitting in other shoes and see the pain areas that is where you should you should not be bound by if i have thought of it this is how it should work and you should go by it no that is not how it should do you have that if you are telling that i want to be i aspire to be a scrum master 
leave aside leave aside for terminal ulcers lens let's see do you really want to go and understand the pain of another person or whatever it is it will be pain as a happiness empathy i'm talking about do you empathize with that person or not if you can feel that if you can do that that the stepping stone for me that is what i think other things will fall in place gradually because if you feel for someone you will definitely you will want to do something for that person right. that's how i feel actually that's a great thought now as a if i am a product person for example a product manager if i were to build a product it's important that i empathize with the customer yes uh, if i am a ux designer it's important that i empathize with the the customer with the product so you're saying the same thing as scrum master so yes. people at so, the end of the day everything is around people so empathy is more important very important very important first of all that's what i thought pay attention empathy now if someone is supposed to someone says i want to start running correct what would be your word of advice sure 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 so uh, everything goal whatever everything will come hmm. just ensure that in the morning you have told yourself that i'll wake up at yeah. a certain time and be on the road that's it other things will come up because uh, there there are like 21 days practice all all those things that are when you have showing up you have already give had master that courage that i am trying to do something for myself right if you are doing that you will feel that can i do something for the next level so you will love you will have more goals in that because you will be interacting that that is different i have myself have seen as a personal experience that i have interacted with a lot of people have gained a lot of knowledge about it that will gradually happen but you have to show up because the day you do not uh, do not be that person who is uh, okay i've seen such a person that day after that i've never seen uh, people because of so many multiple things uh, have a very short range to nowadays of uh, living with something or living with a memory so they tend to forget don't do that sure other things will fall in place right that's what i think so see that is very simple advice if you are a runner show up for yourself if you are a scrum master show up for others correct right so you started running because you started you wanted to improve health you ran marathons we certainly do not run marathons for improving our health it is beyond that yes. you might start running for health now if you have to maybe say in few words why do you run as i'm so it's a me time it's definitely a me time for that i i love two things i love the solo runs and the group runs too but the solo runs i prefer is there are place times when i can just choose that this is the route i will just follow and i'll run and it will be where i just think about few things that i wanted to think at i did not get time so that is what i want to do many things that as the meditation that is then the meditation for me so that's why i run fun part is also i love to eat i want to burn that also yeah. that is there but definitely the me time thing is what works for me a lot they are saying running is meditation of the <laughs> Well, cool. thank you very much. Um, if let's say the audience wants to know more about uh, sin, yeah. learn more about running, and learn more about uh, let's say scrum mastery, yeah. how can they reach out to you? Definitely at any point of time because I am 
quite social on social media. So there's a there's a handle that uh, the runner by chance. You can definitely connect with me. That's there. Now, obviously, for any other professional reasons, I have my LinkedIn profile also, which is the name Siddharth Chandrakar. So definitely, you can connect at any point of time. You need any kind of information. I would be more than happy to help. And as I said in my conversations, lot of conversations is what I love doing it. And these are the few diff- uh, topics that I love talking about a lot. So definitely, I'm out there. Please reach out to me at any point of time. Yeah, we will leave this information in the show notes. So go and take a look at. Thank you, Siddharth. Thank, thanks for coming and um, sharing lots of information. We appreciate it. Thank you so much. Thank you.